tonight's show, what does a relationship with your creator look like? How does faith create balance within you? What does I am mean? Tonight, we will address all of these questions. This podcast is not about changing your religious or spiritual perspectives or practices. It is about enhancing and expanding them so that you have a deeper, more nourishing, loving, and enriching experience within the context of your own personal divine connection. Your creator just wants to have an intimate relationship with you so that you can truly experience your oneness. Angel Heart Radio programs should not be used to replace your legal or medical advice. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. You are our focus. We want you to know that you matter in the world and that you're important to the world. We're here to remind you of just how valuable and needed you are right now. Help us to help others. If you like what you hear, tell your friends, post, tweet, pin, let everyone know how amazing Angel Heart Radio is. So again, welcome to Angel Heart Radio. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is sponsored by angellight777.com. Welcome everyone to Angel Heart Radio. I'm your host, Deb Goldberg, and it brings me great pleasure to be It's an honor to serve you in the highest way that I can by bringing you messages of divine love and blessings for your life. You are dearly loved, cherished, and blessed. I want to give you the call-in phone number for tonight. um, It is 347-202-0232. And we have a great show for you tonight. I wanted to tell you about the other two podcasters, though, on Angel Heart Radio. The founder is Anaya Joy Halili, and she has a show on every other Friday, USA time, 8 o'clock p.m., and Saturdays at 9 o'clock a.m., Queensland time. And if you'd like to get um, in touch with Anaya, you can reach her at angellight777.com. And Annette McCoy show is aired on Tuesdays, USA, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, and Wednesdays, 10 o'clock a.m. Queensland Time. And if you are interested in knowing more about me or about working with me or my books, you can find me at DebbieNGoldberg.com, and you can find my books, Are You Ready to Listen, God?, God's Covenant, and the Scripture of Heaven under A Divinely Ordered Life on Amazon. So let me bring on one of my favorite people, (laughs) my soul sister, um, who I love doing this show with, and she's amazing. And Susan Frank Anderson is a therapist, and she also has a book called Merger, and she's absolutely amazing. And wait till you hear what she brings to our podcast. I'm so happy to have you here Susan, and I'm just so grateful to have you in my life. Well, likewise, you know, I mean, it's, it is it is definitely the two of us just really enjoying one another and, and getting to, it's not work when we meet, it's like fun. We're mm-hmm. always enjoying each other. I'm not, I guess I'm calling it a job, but it really doesn't feel like work when we do it because we can pass time just 
talking about all the messages we're given and just all the things that we do have in common. So it's wonderful to have a relationship with you, Deb, and I look forward to tonight's show and all of the mm-hmm. excitement that's going on. Um, I Can I put in, can I mention your book and the excitement I have for uh, your book? Yes, can I do that? Okay, yes, so yes, here it is, yes, yes. and it's going to be backwards, but it is beautiful. <laughs> And guess what? I mean, until midnight tonight, you can download this in your Kindle. You go to Amazon. It's called The Scripture of Heaven, Understanding Your Role in the Cosmos. This thing is, like, beautifully packed with stuff. First time I read it before um, it was even published, I go, Deb, this is, like, amazing. And then now once it's out and I can get my hands on it and reread it again and again, and it's a great um, thing, so... Not just because it's free tonight. I mean, and it is only till midnight tonight on the Kindle. But buy a hard copy too, because you're going to want to have this. You're just going to want to have it. And Deb did not tell me to say this, and uh, she didn't even know I was going <laughs> to. I asked her if I could. So I'm just her. I am her fan, but for with good reason. And you'll see when you read the book. Ah, oh, thank you so much, Susan. That's really very, very sweet of you. Uh, this has really been a journey, and um, I'm just so happy to have that trilogy completed. And, um, you know, Jesus said it's it's three books. I understand now why. If I put them all in one book, it would have been way too big. <laughs> I know the other one, the other two before this were like heavy, really good reading, <laughs> but this one is like so. All three of them together, they do, they make quite a set. Mhm. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I didn't mention tonight's um, title. I forgot because I'm fooling around with the trying to get the Facebook going and the <laughs> microphone working. And so the the title of our podcast tonight is What Does Getting Into Faith Mean? Uh, so that's a really big question that we're really happy to talk about tonight. And we actually have a caller on the line as well, too, already. Um, Susan, is your volume all the way down on your phone? On my, uh, it was. Let me check again to make sure. Nope. I don't know how these things change. You know, it's it's yeah. really fun, isn't it? They get, it's, you're getting reverb by now. Okay, so here it goes. And now it is. Okay, girl. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. great. Thank you. So why don't we just take a minute to, uh, let's talk about, why don't you talk about what your background is and why, you know, you and I are having this podcast and what makes you an expert in it? Yeah, I'll take a minute to do that. Okay, so um, <laughs> my background, for sure, I mean, this is a life journey. We always talk about that. We use the word journey, and it is I'm a walking, talking journal, um, not only in my own writings and stuff, but also in my life. So experientially, lots of life experience. I did not get this uh, wonderful aging, all of that I have from just um, yesterday. So it is a process. And it's very good to um, have that. So in my many former lives, I had many opportunities to study psychology, whether it was developmental for teaching and working in schools and education, or then after that in clinics with clinical private practice um, or in group practice 
So the past 15 years I've been in uh, more of a, it is even national and international because I do a lot of phone and people I've never met in person. And I started noticing a lot of patterns. And um, so with a licensed therapist, we're, you know, ethically not wanting to, obviously, bring anybody into any particular type of religion or anything like that. But I certainly did notice there was no healing apart from spirit. And I know in my own life that was happening. <laughs> there was no healing apart from a relationship, some kind of faith in a higher power. And in my case, obviously, God. Um, I use that word. And so it didn't really seem to matter in my even in my clinical practice now. People would bring it up. I mean, they would bring up, and I just kept seeing all the different kinds of patterns that would be established either by, you know, some kinds of their faith had been uh, used abusively by um, other people or all kinds of different variations. And so, you know, God had continued to show me, preparing me, for the gift that he's given. And this is what we do together with you and I, Deb. He's, he's been preparing both of us forever, <laughs> eternally, I'm sure, from the beginning, mm-hmm. to right. be able to be healers. I always think of therapists as healers in the first place, but certainly divine healers because now with the spiritual component, and it's funny how I keep talking with my husband about how mainstream therapy, I just got a U.S. Journal and News Report um, conference invitation, great big, you know, annual conference, and here they are, mindfulness, you know, spirituality mm-hmm. and psychology all converging into this. Mm-hmm. So it's becoming very mainstream, and I'm sure that it won't be long because you cannot heal apart from having faith in God and knowing your creator, knowing the way you're designed and getting in touch with that, um, you know, being, whatever you want to. But it's love. It's unconditional love, and everybody needs it. And apart from that, we're going to be pretty insane if we're in general. So there are <laughs> variations of that chaos. And I I say that lovingly because I've been in that chaotic mm-hmm. lifestyle. And um. You know, and I'm not saying that trance doesn't pop up still, but it is so much better. And we'll talk later about a balance and faith and how that really does help uh, gain stability that we all need in our mm-hmm. in our earth life. Mm-hmm. So, in a nutshell, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Not it's a, a nutty shell. shell. I did not say it's, a nutty shell. No, but. it's a great shell. <laughs> Oh, gosh. And so a little bit about me is um, I guess I'm calling myself a retired therapist. I was a therapist for 18 years for uh, mental health and drug and alcohol. And three and a half years ago, I had an awakening and Jesus woke me up and uh, realized that I can hear spirit and see spirit and talk, talk to lots of different spirits. And I have been taught the truth from a spiritual aspect um, rather than an earthly uh, way of looking at things. And Jesus dictated three books to me. Actually, there's six, but three of them are out. I'm working on the other three. And they're all about why we're here and what we're supposed to be doing. And so this podcast is a great representation between Susan and I because we get basically the same spiritual messages. And 
um, just in our own language, which is so cool uh, that um, the divine talks to us in the language that we understand. And I don't mean just like English or Spanish or French. I'm talking about your everyday language of what what works for you, of how you understand things. So um, I also Debbie can Debbie can what mm -hmm. what can I just ask you a quick question for clarification? What does that mean? Like he talks to you personally because I think that will be developed tonight in your language that you understand. Mm -hmm. Could you could you talk about that just for a minute? Sure. Um, he speaks to me like I talk every day to anybody. Um, it is my language of how I relate to things, how I think about things, how I grasp concepts. So it is taught to me in um, in the way that I understand things. Like for you, it's. Uh, comes through some more biblical stuff and 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 words specific words meaning different things and so um yeah god or whoever you believe in as who is the creator of this universe talks to you in a way that you can conceptualize and under, understand things so uh it's it's uh, been a wonderful journey and that's why we're here talking to you about it because the lessons are so very similar that Susan and I get and we're here to share God's will and that is what um that's what we've been asked to do and so tonight we're going to be talking about what does getting into faith mean but I think we have a caller first, so we want to probably take that caller, and then we're going to move ahead on um, on our discussion. And Facebook people, thank you for listening in. I appreciate it, and I just wanted to say hi to Dr. Schaff because I see that you're watching, and I'm so excited that you're watching. <laughs> hi. This is my, um, my ex-business partner. And so um, I don't get to uh, see him much anymore like I used to. Anyway, love to you and Suda. I'm going to open uh, um, Amelia's um, microphone, who is the caller. However, I need to unplug my microphone so that the people on Facebook could actually hear the caller. So I'm just going to do that. And then, um, so sometimes the uh, volume is a little different. Hello. Hi. Hi, how well, are you? We're, I'm very good. Welcome to our show. And uh, tell me how to pronounce your name again. It's Amala. Amala. Okay, thank you. Amala, Amala. or Amala, are we saying? Yes. You got it. Okay. Wonderful. Yes. What can we do for you, Amala? Um, I have a question. Okay, so I'm meeting people as far as um, um, soul tribe people, and and I'm not. I'm still single myself, and I just I'm looking for a quality partnership, and it's just interesting. I feel like the floodgates are open. My heart is open, and and I'm light, and I've done the work, and I feel really good about myself. So I'm a drawing in people, but they're not quite the right fit because um, I know what I want um, 
as far as qualities are concerned. So I was just wondering, is there any insight you guys have on that? Uh, well, I can I can answer, and then uh, Susan can give you some information. But what I've learned is sometimes I think I'm, you know, I'm where I'm supposed to be, and um, I've done everything, and, uh, you know, and we never stop doing work, by the way. We're no, going to do right. that. We're not here anymore. So, um, but what I find is on God's time, and it is what God wants for you. And sometimes you're not in alignment with that um, versus what you want. And that's what this journey is all about, is getting into alignment with what the divine plan is that God has for each one of us. And so um, there's nothing wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. It's about um, remaining to be patient and open and, okay. um, and allow allow the divine to bring you that partner that you're looking for. Um, or sometimes, you know, that partner is right there standing in front of us and we don't even see it. Uh, so when, I, when I'm confused, I usually ask for clarity and more light to help me understand and um, yeah. show me the way. And, um, and I don't know, have you been getting messages spiritually? Yes, I I do get messages first. I okay. do listen. Yes, okay. I do listen to those messages. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what I have found in my own journey is that my time is not always God's time. And um, and there's reasons for it that we don't understand until um, until it happens. <laughs> Something yeah. happens. And then you have yeah. hindsight and go, okay, now I get it. Um but Susan, uh, do you have some information for Emma? I'm hearing just a couple of things, Emma. Hi. Um, Hi. I am hearing that. I mean, it, you know, in my clients, many times these things will happen. This question will come up over and over again because I'll have, you know, lovely, lovely ladies like yourself that are waiting for that right partner, and they've done the work, and they've they're really, really beautiful um, souls. So there's two things I'm hearing. Number one is what Deb just said. I reiterate that patience, uh, I call it the waiting room. You know, no one likes the waiting room. (laughs) At least as a human, I don't know. Do you like the waiting room? Do you like to wait in the waiting room? No, no. No, (laughs) I understand that part, that's for sure. I know, and you know, I I will say a little bit in hindsight. I'm in the waiting room of something in my own life right now um, for for selling my house. But I will say that while you're in the waiting room, it may look like nothing's going on, but there's a ton of stuff going on. I can only imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine because we. Oh yeah, and and that sometimes um, the best words for that is called be still. And listen. Yes. Listen. You know, you've done your noise. You've done your work. You've got your faith going on. It's um, hopefully your energy vibration uh, is is in alignment. Um, And so in this waiting room, your vibes will even start to be raised, and you will be fine-tuning your listening with the spiritual uh, voice that you're listening to. You will hear more as you are still. Trust it. 
trust that voice in you. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, have you had that experience already? Absolutely. And and my my um what's happening just to be um a little bit more specific is I'm the moss of the flame. I actually went to a conference. It was a two day conference, um, Friday, Saturday this past weekend and I'm not tell I'm not kidding you. Just being me, my authentic self, I can't even tell you how many people were coming up to me out of nowhere. That is just spirit right there. And I'm just sitting there eating lunch. I, I had my, my I like having um my time kind of like, you know, gathering my thoughts and kind of digesting what I'm learning. So I like my alone time and I was just sitting there for lunch and then I can't even tell you how many people approached me and that never really happened before. So it's just beautiful souls are really, I think it's just the box of the flame kind of thing where the light is on and within me. So I'm attracting all sorts of people. So Yeah, it feels ooh. like maybe you need to have that experience a little bit so that you're able also to keep your boundaries like of, yes. you know, who, how many moths you want around, you know, what flame. Uh, you're, you you sound like you've very got a very bright light and um, maybe you have a lot um, that's going to be giving and you're going to need a solid partner for that, right? Yeah, I, exactly. You, you're picking up on it. And I think what the tool for me is using the discernment skills of when it's the moth to the flame type of thing going on, you know, you're not just going to accept everybody walking. It, it's kind of like your home, you know, your body is your temple. And you're, if you leave your home, your physical home door wide open, you're not going to have, you don't, you don't want strangers and everybody and their mother coming into your home, you pick and choose who comes into your house um, because it's your safety, it's just your security, it's your sanctuary. Um, so that's how I feel about my mind, body, spirit is that that's what's happening. The, the floodgates are open. I'm drawing in the people, but do I necessarily want that? All sorts of people drawn to me. Um, and and you, know, do, you do it with love and kindness. It's not like I shoo them away and get away from me. Um, but it's just, I just know who I am. Therefore, I know um, what to do with when that happens because it's happened to me several times before. So, Boy, you are spot on. Do you hear this, Deb? You, you have got so much. I can hear the light and it's there. And I can see that something something's happening that's for sure your energy is and i think it just sounds like you're learning how to you know keep that (laughs) don't leave home you are home and stay there and it's gonna it's gonna be coming to you for sure i i really believe i think you know what it is as i'm talking to you both it's that that whole waiting room i love that by the way um because i think i'm so close that this is this is the hard part it's, I'm just, I feel it. I, I, I'm like right on the cusp of yep. something happening. And so this is the hardest time. Just right I can feel it too. Time. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going through the same thing. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I think you called to help us. <laughs> you know, I just wanted to add for you with the selling the house is like, it's um, another word is surrendering. Just surrender, like, okay, you've done your work, and now, like what Deb was saying, 
to surrender to God and it's in divine time. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to use that word surrender a lot in my meditations mm-hmm. um, as many times as I need it. <laughs> I think it's important. I think it's very important. So, Oh, God bless you. you. Thank you so much. You're, you're a light you. for sure. God bless you. And I'm going to continue listening to your show. So thank you. Thank you for calling in and sharing. Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Wishing you a blessing. Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay, I'm going to put my microphone back in. (laughs) It does make it, um, it makes the volume a lot um, better. So that was a great call, and I'm sure that's a question that lots of people have, that they feel like they're doing their work and they're in relationship with spirit, and how come things aren't happening the way that they want them to? And um, I think that's a question that most people ask themselves. And um, so thank you. That was really, that was a great question. Super, it was, and I think it's so illustrative of what faith is. That you know, she, she mm-hmm. has tons of faith. That that woman mm-hmm. is filled with faith, and um, it just shows that you know, because like a lot of times, faith is uh, talked about in so many different ways. But let's talk about like physical healing. Like you and I, you know, we know we're healing ministers in many ways. So just the physical healing. Well, sometimes people don't, you know, like the, they're not meeting their in her case she's not meeting the partner that she would love to have Um, they're not meeting their physical wellness they would love to have and then people go well you just don't have enough faith oh my gosh I just cringe or shudder when I hear that because that's so not true that is not true there are so many ways faith is being built and growing it's like you don't like I'm not going to say to my daffodils in the yard well I don't think you're going to grow because you're not going to have enough faith to grow this year you look like you're like messed up that's just not true you know what I'm saying no Mm -mm. no so let, let's talk about this a little bit of, you know, what does getting into faith mean? And and I think we can start with talking about that it's a journey that, you know, you don't have all of that faith and there it is. It's right there. It's something that accumulates over time um, with experiences, with developing a, a spiritual connection and taking that relationship deeper and deeper and deeper like it just keeps going deeper and deeper and um over time uh that's what just grows um the depth of it gets more and more and um so and each person's journey is going to look different because our journeys are different and you know you have your own divine path and i call it that it's already scripted your life is scripted and and it's you're participating in a scripted life and not knowing that it's scripted and so god's kind of pushing you along and and we also have free will so our free will sometimes ends up uh making detours <laughs> and, and off of that scripted path 
Um, so we came in with a story, um, and and that story's been manifesting as we go along, and then you get awake, and then there's a scripted awakening story and the divine calling path. And so, um, so whether this is one life or more lives, it it is a huge journey of the 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 depth of the faith keeps growing deeper and deeper. Yeah, that's a great way to put it, Deb. Um, Before I continue, I'm mindful. I love that caller. And if anybody else wants to call this, um, you know, 347-202-0232, it would be great to hear more people and maybe some of their challenges, you know, with faith in God. Like, so this this faith and... um, when you said deeper and deeper in the journey, um, you do have to seek. You do have to seek the love and connect like any relationship. Let's think of human relationships. Do you like do you like not hang out with someone that you want to know or get to know? Do you like go, oh, well, I'll see you, you know, maybe after work for two minutes or maybe not until once a week or we can't get together? I mean, that is so not what we do even with other humans that we love. So, you know, this getting together with God means spending time, means listening, uh, like we were talking about with that caller. means She says she's done her work. That means she meditates, she spends time, she finds um, that uh, th- that's like a priority for her. So number one, if you want to cultivate faith um, in God and in spirit, uh, higher power, and all of the availability of the powers that are in the in the universe, whether it's angels or whatever else, you definitely have to spend time with God and find out his ways, how he, you know, loves you, how he speaks to you. I mean, I have people that have faith in God that they've never heard God. They they don't hear God. It's not because he's not talking. He's definitely talking. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, like, put the mute button on it. And you uh, you are not using ears to hear because you're not doing that seeking. So that's number one for me with faith is mm-hmm. I, I've always had faith. I want to know who I am, what's going on. Of course, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm always asking the questions. And um I figure, you know, God knows more than I do, so I'm definitely want to go to the to the top and ask the questions from the one who wrote the wrote the universe, wrote the book, wrote the script, and in my personal story, I want to know my story and of course in the uh, you know, work that I've been doing all all my life with whether it's teaching or working with people in emotional uh healing you can't do any of that without listening. Otherwise, um, you're an unhealed healer. I mean, you're just doing the best you can as a human, which is mm-hmm. okay. And people will get better with thoughts and all of that. But to go into these realms of building deeper and higher faith, you have to plant your roots, you know, in the author <laughs> of mm-hmm. the, of this whole thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my spiel, that's, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Well, I think it's great. That's a great way to understand. I think, um, you know, lots of people don't believe that they can hear um, and have conversations with God or spirit or the universe or angels or Buddha or whatever they believe in. Um, 
and and that there's no truth to that. But I will tell you that um, most most of us, when we get so tuned into earthly things, um, we're not allowing the hearing. We're we're like have our ears shut down, and so if you don't, uh, I I tend to hear audit auditorily, but everybody hears through their heart. So God talks to you and your heart just, I call it your spiritual heart. Your spiritual heart's just going to translate what God is saying to you. And, um, and you know, when you're being spoken to, but most of us, um, can't conceive of having that relationship because you think that source is outside of you and it's not it's inside of you um you you are one you are connected to your creator always um you you are part of that so there's always uh, communication and it is what you're saying is taking the time to be quiet and to meditate and um whether that's praying or even, you know, some people do um, creative activities and where they're, they're quiet and their creation um, brings them a connection to spirit. So everybody does it different. Some people, it's nature. Uh, there's no right or wrong. This journey is yours, and the way that you connect is, um, is unique to you. But everybody can hear um, through their heart. So... You know, most of us, I know for years, uh, even though I believed in God, I really didn't understand what faith was. And I knew I knew that there was somebody there that um, I knew I knew there was a God. That's what I'm calling unconditional love. Um, And I I didn't know how to make that connection. And. I was always busy, so there was no time to be quiet and hear and that I'm being spoken to um, until the first time I meditated, and that was three and a half years ago, and that that is the first time um, I met with Jesus, uh, which was a huge shock to me, and uh, because I never experienced anything that I could actually see and and hear. And but it, it's it's been an amazing and you know having that relationship with God and angels and my father and other passed on relatives and um, John the Baptist I can go on and on King Solomon <laughs> those are just the way I relate to spirit I relate to them in the form um, and, and then that's that's just my unique um, journey so it's re- and and what they have been teaching me is how to have faith you're getting taught from inside i call it you're getting taught at god's knee from god itself and that's a lot different than things that we read or people tell you what god is like or what spiritual life is like until you are being taught truth um coming through you um and it's magnificent and it's very different than everything we've learned um on earth 
So uh, it takes, we're, we're still human <laughs> and we are always, <laughs> we are always um, trying to take control back. And, and that's part of the journey too, is letting go of control. And like uh, the person was saying is surrendering. This is surrendering to the point where you do not have to worry about anything if you believe that God is good, that's a big piece. That Jesus is me, huge. If that you is believe huge. that God is good is a huge piece in letting go because you know that everything that's being brought to you is going to be good. And... Um, and so and that perfectly means, or, orchestrated and, for you, perfectly. for your benefit. That's, I mean, I didn't understand that because, well, for one thing, I also would like to slide in here just on identity because your identity in God is set. I mean, that that is established and it's been established from the beginning. So that's what the Creator means. Created you in the same image. So if you, like, have these, you know, emotions, God has emotions. I mean, they're given to you. You have the same uh, settings as God. But if you're overriding them with free will, you know, you're going to make up an identity. And that is what ego, which means edging God out, you know, you're edging God out. You're putting him off to the side. Like I say, still there. Um, but you're putting him in the waiting room in the, in that regard. Or um, I'm referring him as a pronoun, but you're putting that part of you that is so precious and so loved and the beloved, you're putting yourself off to the side as well, that best part of you. So without the best part of you functioning um, and telling you, helping you, guiding you, you're still being led, but it's like, you know, survivor. (laughs) You're living, like Deb says, you know, we're human, so we are identifying as a human over time. And that's what I like. What I wrote about in my book, Merger, is you, as you walk the spiritual path, you begin to merge and things start integrating. So you become one, and it's, wow, that's my identity. That's my reality. That other thing was an adaptation of me, and it helped me navigate before I was awake while I was in a trance. But this identity is huge because it just expands and explodes, really. It's like uh, like those old pop rock candies, you just you're you are just inside a dynamite is going off when you really hear how God thinks of you. So at first, it's really hard to grasp this because we're not we're conditioned to respond to a stimulus of the world, the outer world. Once you get inside, your stimulus response is you and God and all of the like. Deb says the cast of spirit is endless that you can connect with. So. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted no. to just highlight your yeah. beautiful things that you were saying there. Mm-hmm. No, um, that, that this is a conversation, and you know we both we there's so much being brought to the table, and we also know that our callers bring a lot of knowledge too. So um, I'm going to give you the phone uh, line again. It's three four seven two zero two zero two three two. 
um, because there's a wealth of information out there that people have had experiences, divine experiences. So um, I'll give you an example of um, I'm thinking that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm as faith, faithful as I can be right now in my journey where I am. <laughs> and so I can say I, I have an illness or I have a pain or something like that. And you only have to ask God one time. First of all, we're already healed, but we don't believe that. So um, so we keep going back and asking for healing. But you ask one time, that healing is done. And so I could find myself, oh, but it still didn't go away. I'm still not feeling well, or I still have this pain. Oh, God, please take it away. Please take it away. The next day, please take it away. Please take it away. And then, <laughs> and so then, um, you know, Jesus is like, you know, okay, you know, do you think that God didn't hear you? The problem is me that I'm not accepting that the healing is already done. And and that's part of the, um, you know, when we talk about illusion of, of life and that, you know, so, oh, okay, so I'm still having symptoms or pain. That means that um, it's not gone. So you're letting your body control what you think versus what God's telling you. You already healed and, and you're, your your faith needs to override all of those other things, um, which this is a work in progress. This is not something that you know you you just get it. Um, is is that you have that type of faith that okay? I don't have to ask again. I know that I was asked, so it's given. Um, that I'm taken care of. Um, that uh, I can keep believing that I'm not healed and this is all the ego so um it just it just um it it this the more time you spend in your relationship with God you keep getting taught these things is that it's us that does not want to accept um that the truth that you are healed so the only thing we ever need to be healed from is our belief system because there's nothing wrong with anybody. There is absolutely nothing wrong with anyone but what we believe um, is wrong with us. So would it be accurate to say, Deb, that your belief system is like a primary faith? Like when you begin, um, you know, believing, let's say you you are a believer, you call yourself a believer, so you're a believer, and you're even an awake believer, but you're not hearing, um, mm-hmm. would it be accurate to to just say that, you know, you you uh, want to cultivate the relationship more? Or what's, I heard you say accept, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, they already have accepted a certain level of faith in a system. What, are the, mm-hmm. what do they do about that? Well, I get, this is something that you just keep working on that it's an it's a never ending journey of of keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. Um so when Jesus or God tells me that there's nothing wrong with me <laughs> am I gonna believe what my body's telling me? And um and so I've been practicing this 
uh, over the last week because I was diagnosed with all kinds of things and I was itching and, and I said, okay, I don't have to have this itching. Um, it is belongs to, I call these energetic memories um, of like we're grasping onto it's our belief that we have something versus something doesn't attack us. We invited in, and that sounds even crazier, but we are actually collecting all of these things and, and, and making it possible to um, have them, whether you think your parents had something or, or you know, whatever it is, uh, it's in your DNA. And so God's like, okay, no, itchy, like, you're healed of that. Well, guess what? As of today, I've had almost no itching. And how long has it been that you've been practicing belief in or putting faith in wellness versus um, illness? Over the past over the past week, I have I have bumped it up uh, much more than I had been, and because my understanding changed because of spending more time, you know, listening and hearing that I'm already healed. And it was about, okay, I don't have to keep asking. It's just like, thank you. Thank you for healing me. I accept that. I accept that I am healed. And and so, and you know, if we go back to talking about Jesus, that's what happened with people that Jesus healed, is they believed that he could heal them. And that, some... Yeah, the belief even was mm-hmm. already received by faith. See, faith mm-hmm. is a substance. Uh, but first, it's a gift, too. I mean, I think it's a total gift. And if you cultivate the gift, you will understand that you're putting faith in something anyway. So you, if you're putting faith in fear or disease or illness or sickness, that will work, too. I mean, that works. Mm-hmm. People, you know, we can see it. Um, God wants us healed. That's what you have to know. Back to that good God, that perfect God, that image of God. You were made perfect. You are still perfect. And so when you mm-hmm. identify with perfect, are we saying that you, like, don't have to have this sickness? I am saying that. I'll go out on that big limb. But I will say that you will also need to cultivate the faith to be where I am on that limb because I've, I would hold the space for you, but you can't just, well, you, some people can, quantum leap. I have clients that have actually gone into physically physical healing pretty fast because I didn't do it. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a healer, but the body of the person working with the power of God was doing the healing, and I was agreeing with them, um, just like I have been with Debbie for her stuff. But the but the deal is, is that you, we all have our story to complete here so that we will be trained by God to help other people. So in my my story, for example, my background, people in my family don't get sick. I mean, we don't have sickness. We have good genes. People say, you've got good human genes. All your grandparents and your ancestors all lived to be in their 90s. You are really blessed with good genes. You're fantastic. You're so lucky. So that's not my story. However, I had a brother who has passed away now who had those same genes. I mean, um, you know, nobody in our family does really pass early. He had 10 heart attacks. 
How did that happen? Well, I can make up a lot of things about stress and how, you know, things stressed him. So so anxiety and stress, and we know those are huge killers. Any doctor, will, medical doctor will tell you that. So a lot of the times we are exacerbating, making things worse by putting faith in fear that this thing is going to kill us or this thing is going to be permanent or this thing is forever. So we're not saying don't go to the doctor. Deb goes to the doctor. We're saying listen to that inner voice as well. And if that inner voice, the voice of God, is telling you something, pay attention. It will lead you in the direction you need to go. Some people get healed in all they, people get healed in all kinds of different ways, but the main thing is to put faith in the healing power of God, and it will happen whether He uses the doctor or just uh, you know you and your good genetics or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. You know that that's that's the, the the principle of God. He's working through your story to get your attention to help you. Mhm. Is that is that adding yeah. something to that, Deb? Yes, and it's interesting because I was reading in a course in miracles. Um, it was saying how some people believe that they actually won't get healing until they die. So you know, okay, when I die, then I I'm with God and I'm healed. But right. the truth is, is that you are healed here. You don't have to die to get healed. Um, and I know that's a very difficult concept for people. You know, there's people out there that have awful illnesses. But faith, faith and, and I guess it's like disowning the illness. Like, I know that it's not true. I know that I'm made perfect. I know that I'm already healed. There, there has to be um, that an, an acceptance that is profoundly deep in your faith for things to, to shift. And yeah, and this does go also. I think too that we also need to remember because you um, have worked a lot with um, addictions, Debbie, and other kinds of pathological. Uh, so outside of uh, there's the physical. Now there's the emotional, the mm-hmm. psychological. All mm-hmm. those things do go hand in hand, by the way, as well, because. You know, that's what I specifically work with, and and Deb has herself, is in clinical practice with people who are emotionally sick. In other words, they come in, they get some, you know, we give them some label, diagnostic label, and now they're that. And they go around, well, I'm bipolar, you know, so I'm bipolar. So because I'm bipolar, like, here's how I act. And, oh, I really am depressed. My mom had the depression. I have the depression. This is how they speak over their whole, so this tongue that we're using as well is agreeing by faith that we're sick mm-hmm. so i just wanted to throw that in as well yeah and we we did a show on speaking healing over yourself that you are using your words to speak light and healing versus um uh getting in relationship with the illness <laughs> that you you don't want to be in relationship with the illness uh so um and we speak things all the time that um show you where you're at 
but we, we're not paying attention to what we're speaking. Um, and if you do, you, you would realize um, how we are actually talking um, not wellness over ourselves and other people. And it just comes out, and it's uh, we're so trained to do that, and our ego's doing it, and um, it's really stepping back and saying, "Am I breathing life into myself and to other people, or am I joining them in um, telling them that there's something wrong with them?" So uh, it is it is a huge shift in thinking because God, that's not what God does. God's not telling you there's something wrong with you. God's saying you're already healed. Um, so th- that's a whole other subject. We could be talking about that. For we could days be talking about days. that. We could. Yeah. And even even the whole thinking paradigm, our brain, three pounds of tofu between your ears is wired. Um, so wired for pleasure it's wired for happiness it's wired for joy and blessings but we're conditioned by the outer world to look for bad news we're we're Mm -hmm. conditioned to look for bad news we have a negative Mm -hmm. bias everybody in science uh, all kinds of hard science is proving this now and so most good experiences kind of go through us like like a sieve they don't stay because there's nothing to stick to because we're looking for bad news we're looking what's wrong what's wrong with me oh i just got a pain oh i wonder if i have this or i have that you know so we're again we're up against a brain um that is not being used in totality either we're using like 10 percent of the bad news brain and then that kicks in all kinds of nervous reactions and then we're in that low nervous system you know, uh, adrenaline, uh, you know, cortical stuff, and we are wearing ourselves down, so we're not getting the happy messages either. So faith, I believe, and which is what I love about is once neuroplasticity of the brain came into uh, mainstream and belief and everything, now spiritual like it's like it proved God, you know, that when you get this mind that expands and opens up to faith and belief in things, again, that you can't see, just like you can't necessarily see these other illnesses, you, you or fear, you can't see fear, but you know it exists. You can put faith in goodness and love and this, it's an organic divinity that's in us. We we love to be happy and in joyful moods, and we have to cultivate that because we're really up against um, a lot of bad news out there that's constantly, you know, forcing us to give it attention. Don't mm-hmm. you think that's true, Deb? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. It's really easy, too, to get into conversations with people about, you know, this is what happened and la, la, la. And then all of a sudden you're joining them and then you're you're in that place rather than staying in a place of wellness and, and um, speaking good things. Um, so I guess vi- vibrations, energy wants to vibrate and it, it all vibrates and it wants to um, – be with the same kind of vibration, whether it's good or it's negative. It wants to, it wants to uh, uh, get together in that same vibration. So uh, th- there's just well, what I want to say is, can you imagine and and being in a relationship with your creator, and that when you have these things 
these thoughts in your mind, it's your ego telling you something's wrong or whatever, or there's, you know, there's something wrong with you. I, you hear, no, there's not. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You don't need to listen to that voice. And, and I can't explain the type of uh, love that comes through to you whenever you need it because you are, you are one with God. So God hears what's in your head. God knows what's going on in your head. And and if you have, make enough space in there for that voice to be heard, it's constantly correcting you with truth. And there's nothing more loving than than that, that you know that you are totally loved and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. You've not done anything wrong. You are you are forgiven for whatever it is that you think that you need to be forgiven for. So that's why it's so important to develop this one-on-one relationship with whomever you believe spiritually is your creator. Susan, let's talk about, um, do you think we answered the question, what does a relationship with your creator look like? Yeah, it's that personal side, and it, so it's local and non-local. By local, I would mean it's right inside of you, but like you were just noting, whatever energy that you hang out with, so you originally hang out you know, in your meditations and all with love, and you do get tuned and attuned to that energy and that voice, then it branches out as like how you and I are brought together. You meet up with other people that are you know, on your wavelength, so to speak, um, and you know it doesn't matter if other people don't get it or they think you're you're whatever. It does it doesn't matter because you are connected to. Uh, we're all connected in oneness, and you can actually give them grace, give yourself grace to just mm-hmm. yeah be able to be connected. I think that's what um, the creator. Once you're in that image, you don't have to. Uh, judge other people anymore you don't have mm-hmm. to shame them you don't have to do any blame them um, or yourself or yourself that or yeah yourself. i'm glad you brought yeah. that up that's a yeah. that's the main thing we are hardest on ourselves mm-hmm. many times mm-hmm. for sure very hard stuff too for the physical body when you do mm-hmm. that you are really suppressing your relationship with the creator because you're edging out that beneficial um just peace that peace right mhm you know yep. that's what jesus yeah. meant when he said i'll give you the peace that passes all understanding it makes no sense that you can be in the middle of some you know chaos or whatever it is um that's that's bugging you in the outer world and you just know everything's going to turn out okay Mhm. Right. That's faith. Yes. So that's awesome. How about we talk about the wheel? And I know that you're probably going to see it backwards. Um, <laughs> I, you know, Deb, you're frozen on my screen. I wonder if other people can see you. It probably just is me. That's why I haven't mentioned it. But um. Well, uh, no, if... I'm. I am. I am. Okay. Uh, I am frozen. Okay. So that wheel um, I can find in your book, and I can hold it up because I'm not frozen at all. Um, you're frozen in a pretty image, unlike sometimes when you um, 
when you get, you know what I'm saying, on some videos that aren't looking so good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little bit about the how you got this wheel while I exactly get it on in your book. Um, yeah, it's in my book. I think it's Chapter 17 at the end of it. Do you have a copy of it? I'm right here, and I've got it. Okay. I just wanted you to – I was just going to get you to – say a few things first um there okay. i am right there let me let me know if i unfreeze but unfortunately i'm not oh great so i've got it up it. it is all backwards though mm-hmm. this yeah. is what goes on by the way in your brain you're a mirror image you are always until you get faith in connection with your creator you're looking at someone else's mirror. In other words, when you are in relationship, let's say personal, like me and my husband, okay, he's mirroring what I need to see <laughs> that I need um, so a little bit of help with. So uh, it's good to know, note this as well, that everything has a reciprocal because it shows up in this diagram too. Okay, Deb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um... This is a diagram that Jesus drew for me and during a meditation, and I just copied it down. And so what we wanted to talk about is that box in the middle is... Yeah, um, let, me, let me get my pencil. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to balance as well. But if you, um, yeah, go into there, right there, that's the center. So that's your creator. Never mm-hmm. changes, fixed. Think of the hub of a wheel, right? And then the mm-hmm. box. You want to talk about this box, the white box? Yeah, so the in the white box is God, joy, and faith and balance. And so what what I'm being shown is that God is pure joy, and basically that is who we are too because there is only oneness. And the the more that you have faith, it will balance all the rest of this wheel. So Susan and I were talking about the outside of the wheel where um, we have love and happiness and blessings and peace. And really, those are all things that we're all looking for. But um, we look for it outside of ourselves when we actually need to look for it inside um, because that's where you find God. And and once you can start really getting into a relationship and keep deepening that relationship, you're going to, um, by faith, it is going to balance you um, internally and your world externally. Um, and so that's what Jesus is saying. This is all you have to do. But you, And that means letting go and just knowing that God is good and that everything that you need is taken care of uh, for your life, and you just need to remain get in a centered. Loop. This is remain what centered means. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Centered in, and notice the reciprocals. They go left to right, so there's the mirror there, God and joy, and joy and God. Notice that, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And above the line and below the line. I said, I was looking at it when I was with Deb in Florida, and I go, whoa, Deb, look at this. This is like you've got fractions here. Top and bottom are covered. Back and forth are covered. So everything becomes, and again, if you even think about the symbol, the cross, 
look at this. Everything cross lines, and also everything is crossed. Out. You know, it just all is this magical little diagram that ends up with this beautiful piece on the, you know, on the outside of the wheel, and up top, love. So love is the ultimate, this unconditional love that's going to give you this peace out of which blessings, blessings mm-hmm. flow. Mm-hmm. And happiness. And yeah, happiness, just, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, the happy messengers return. You know, people take antidepressants because their serotonin levels are messed up. Well, serotonin levels are in the brain, and we have stressed them so much with our worry and our bad news bias that we actually have to take pills, and that's what people say. Well, I have a chemical imbalance. Yes, yes, we we all do, but the the love of God will will bring that back online. You'll be mm-hmm. happy and uh, joyful um, with the peace that you have in your heart because you're not trying to work against yourself. You're not in conflict inside. You're in that oneness. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. It is fabulous. And it's a journey. This is your journey getting there um, of recognizing that you are not here by yourself. You came here with a divine path. Only God knows what that is. And the more you get in touch in that relationship and cultivate it um, and let go and surrender, you align with all of that. And you are brought into who you were meant to be and what what you were supposed to do in your life uh, while you're here. Uh, so, and, and, you know, I'm talking from experience, too, because... I had no idea I'd be writing books. I didn't even know how to write a book. And Jesus just said one day, um, you know, that's part of my script. It's what I signed up for, that we don't remember what we signed up for. <laughs> Purposely, <laughs> so that's we coming don't alive. Yeah, that is, that is, well, you were in that trance. You, Of course, mm-hmm. you, you were sleepy. You were, mm-hmm. oh, you know, I'm, I'm not quite awake yet. Well, once you wake up, along with that is a whole package of awareness, and then mm-hmm. there's this whole and enlighten. You keep getting more and more enlightened. And it isn't, um, I don't think it's a here and there for, for me. It's kind of like I'm always here. I'm always mm-hmm. present. I'm always mm-hmm. knowing who I am in the midst of whatever is going on around me. So that wasn't always the case. It was always what's going on around me is, you know, spinning what's inside of me, which is, obviously the the crazy side of things the human side that's when we're split that's what we do but also with the faith package um and knowing god you're forming relationships so just in the physical realm you know think again like any relationship you know you you want to be connected and intimate uh knowing the voice of your lover knowing the voice and vibes what you know what uh Oh, and over time, uh, you know, you get to know more and more. So this is the same way with the relationship with God. It's personal, and then it's also community. And, uh, you know, there's a oneness throughout. I mean, I can talk to people that I've never met in another country outside. It doesn't matter how near, how far. It can be Europe, Australia. Same vibes. The same, they're getting the same message. We're connected in spirit. I've never met them, remember, and they're coming to me for help 
in their life. I don't know these people from, you know, anybody. And yet, I mean, I wouldn't know if I'm fast on the street. And yet, here we are, connected, growing faith stages. And I'm, by the way, I'm learning as much from them as they are from me. Um, I just... <laughs> It's just such a blessing. Talk about a wonderful thing. Um, but anyway, you wake up and you have this awareness that answers a lot of questions of who, who am I? You know, what mm-hmm. am I doing here? <laughs> Where did I come from? You know, and how do you mm-hmm. get this faith? And then how do you grow it? And so it's like anything, like you learn about it, like gardening. You know, you learn how to plant, uh, you know, put the seeds in and how to cultivate the garden. And then voila, stuff starts mm-hmm. to grow. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrific. It's it's uh, that there's a great explanation. Basically, we have a script to follow and our faith is what allows us to follow that script. Um <laughs> that's what it what it our faith allows us to follow the script because we we let go of feeling we have to control everything. And this is really about not suffering anymore. All of the work that we do and everything that God wants has to do with ending suffering, suffering in our own mind and suffering how it comes out outside of us. And uh, that none of us, that is not what he's programmed us for. That is, that is the doing of the ego, is um, the hand of the ego, which is spiritually orchestrated, that has created a lot of drama. Um, internally for all of us and then out externally and God God wants us to know that we are so much more than that that there that the ego is there for uh, to help give us contrast and learn and to start seeking inside a lot of us seek outside you know but God is inside. <laughs> so the time we spend, you know, with our quiet time, it needs to be inside. Yeah, definitely. And know that you will hear. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on faith because you will hear. It'll sound, you know, like your own thoughts because it is your thoughts. I mean, and even the even the thoughts you have that seem a little random, just try, you know, if you, if you, you know, we're supposed to take every thought captive so we can take our thoughts and get them set free to align. Like Deb, keep, you know, is using that word. It's, it's like your car, you know, if you're driving and it wants to pull you, pull you to the right, pull you to the left, mm-hmm. it's out of alignment. You're going to take it into the shop. You're not going to say, oh, man, I just got to drive this car. It's so hard. I can't steer it. It really hurts my hand on the mm-hmm. wheel, you know. No, you're going to take it in and go, you know, something's happened. I hit a pothole, whatever. My car's out of alignment. Would you get it back online? That's what we're doing here with faith. We are not being pulled into the atmosphere of the world well i mean you can see how challenging it is even when even like facebook as beautiful as it is wonderful to connect with people you know there can be times when people get angry and upset which is fine it's a good platform for that but a lot of people jump on board now everybody's angry and upset yeah that me you know or a movement of any kind oh yeah i'm i'm upset about that too and then that starts the ball rolling on bad news 
Mm-hmm. We're talking the opposite. <laughs> Start the ball rolling on in this circle of love here on uh, good news. Good news. Mm-hmm. Right. And I love that analogy about taking your car in for alignment because that's what that box was on the diagram is the box is in complete balance within the circle all the time because it's God consciousness. And um, so you go to God to balance you because we believe that we become unbalanced (laughs) just going through our day-to-day lives. And and so every time you go to God, you get rebalanced. Um, you're getting your alignment back um, with <laughs> his love and joy and truth and light. Um, and it's awesome. So, you know, inside that square where it said um, God, joy, faith, and balance, what Jesus said is it is, it is this inside the square is consciousness. It is God. It is who you, me, and everyone is. It is joy, a state of being. Faith is knowing that everything's in divine order within the consciousness, always. That never, ever changes. That God is always balanced um, and is always balancing you. And, Deb, would that be then if you're in balance... Well, whether you're in balance or out of balance, you're going to have a reality that you're operating out of, but it's going to be less imbalanced if you trust the reality of God is working with you to tell mm-hmm. you, to guide you. That's faith, correct, in your mm-hmm. ideas? Yeah, that's that's what I love is that I... Even if I, let's say I, uh, you know, have a relationship or something happens, or even, you know, there's someone who doesn't like what we're saying or whatever, it's okay. I don't have to uh, do battle with them uh, or let it rock my stability anymore. That that wasn't always the case along the path. The path, you know, that could get me into a detour like you talked about in the beginning. But again, by faith, it's like a GPS you know, mm-hmm. I call it the God protective or the God perfect system either way, but it gets you back. You you can take that detour, you can kind of, you know, go off the path, go off your rocker, whatever you do, have a have a nut spell. Doesn't matter what you want to call it, you know, we all do it. Um but God's constantly dealing I say he's raising your craze. In other words, if you're crazy, you know, that word raise R A Z E means to um you know, tear something down. He's tearing down crazy, tearing down insanity, tearing down. You think that you're the only one, uh, you know, that is, you know, mad about this or mad about that or that doesn't get it, doesn't hear you, you're invisible. All those little lies that we believe that add up to mountains of fear and mountains of hiding inside ourselves so we're not real. With God, you become real. The real you shows up, and you like this real you because, oh, my gosh, it's the way you were meant to form and be informed, like Deb's saying, in your consciousness about your reality. This is this is who you really are. And then you can allow people to be who they really are. They don't have to perform for you or be in any form for you. They can... They can be as crazy or wild as they want to. Hopefully they'll get back online, and you maybe if you're called to help them, you can be of assistance. Um, Otherwise, uh, you know, you can just move on. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Or keep your boundaries, guard your heart, don't let it in. Lots of ways to protect against um, outer instabilities that will come up against you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, very important. So let's move to what does I am mean? Because we hear that a lot in um, in a lot of spiritual communities. Um and so we thought maybe we need to define what that I am actually means. So Susan, why don't you uh why don't you talk a little bit you about You want me to that? go first? Yeah. Okay. So to me, um well first of all, when you're uh you know, you're in your your belief, your faith, you're believing in God, you're believing in this unconditional love, that's I am. Uh, you know, the perfect creator of the universe. The universe has order. We can see that. Everything has an energetic balance. Um, and the more we're in energetic balance with I am, then our inner presence. So I, I like that the I am is love's presence within. When I'm connected to love's presence within, I am the I am, part of the I am as well. I'm not God, but I am totally cognizant, uh, you know, recognizing that I'm made in his image. So mm-hmm. I hear the voice. I see in the mirror, um, you know, that face facing back at me that loves me. I'm not looking in the mirror talking about, you know, how ugly I am or this is you know, I don't like this or I don't like that, I'm seeing that I'm a beautiful creature. And then I start talking first person myself. So I'm staying present with I am. I am is God. I am is Yahweh, Yeshua, Jesus, um, and us. We're all Mm -hmm. I am's. And we're Mm -hmm. all part of this great I am in the universe. So we're all in Mm -hmm. union swirling around this beautiful cosmos. Oh, jeez. I mean, it's just magnificent and awesome to think about. It just kind of actually, it's, it's hard to uh, say anything more about. It's just so vast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a miracle. It's a miracle yeah. that we are even here doing what we're doing, you know, having a life on a planet. So, um it, the whole thing, just your your life's a miracle of how it even happens. So I look at it the same way as you do. I look at it um, as consciousness, you know, that I look at God is consciousness and that we are the same consciousness as God is. But there is still a creator within that consciousness and that creator is still guiding my life everybody's life so you are one with it but it is and you and and we have power because we are the same and so we are creating as we're going along but you are still there's still a creator that you are need to stay in that energetic alignment with in that love and um, so it's. Uh, I just thought it would be good to talk about that tonight. Because yeah, and I think also, as you were talking, I was thinking about the 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 highest, like the Creator, 
the perfect, the light, the spark, and the uh, the ability to create out of the light the energy that God is. It can say, that's what it means, you know, let there be. Okay, so whatever is created is created from the same spark of light. So if you're not feeling connected by faith or, or in uh, your personal I am, it's not that it isn't there. He's giving you liberty if you want to create on your own and try to pretend you're separate, but it would be impossible to be separate from God. You you know, you you cannot do that. I mean, you can you know, try and try and then I don't I don't even need to go to that side of the the coin. I'm staying right here in the wholeness, the holiness of the mind that is connected to the sacred then you're in that center point that you that you talked about uh deb and in many religious traditions whether it's um you know in the jewish it's the the holy of holies the shekinah glory um in in uh, christianity similar i mean just that center light point that is enlightenment that is connected that has being that is entity that gives us movement and energy um just go on and on with all those terms that is how we relate because apart from that you wouldn't be relating you would just be mm-hmm. like not i don't know not not anything i guess just not you wouldn't exist mm-hmm. You wouldn't have any inherent worth and power like you do and the aliveness that we all see in each other. Mm-hmm. And the connection, you know, the you, you feel a soul-to-soul or spirit-to-spirit, whatever you want to call it. You, you can feel that connection with people. Heart-to-heart, yeah. Heart-to-heart, yeah, it's all heart-to-heart. Um, and it's all the oneness. And so we are we are one cosmic family um and we believe that we're separate because we're in human form but there is no truth to that and that in itself is creating um a lot of the fears that we have and feeling empty feeling not loved feeling um like you don't know what you're doing in your life or um you you're driven by uh fears of the ego versus your spiritual heart and and so, the truth about you right and, and the, the truth, truth about you yeah mm-hmm. yeah now you know cuz you you may if you uh, use the i am and you say i i am i am feeling alone or i am i'm not good enough Either right there, see that that's a gap. That's a space. God's not mm-hmm. saying that about you. He's saying, You're not alone. I'm right here and he's saying, uh, you know, call on me, ask, you know, seek me and you'll find me because 'cause I'm right here inside of you. Um and then you'll see me and others because there is a connection with all of us. Mhm. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Yeah, it's very important. Our journey here is about seeking God. We think it's careers and all of these other things because we need to make money, we need to support our families, we need to do this, that, and the next thing. But um, our true journey is about 
remembering who we are and and you can't figure that out without seeking God and seeking within. So, uh, uh one more word. Source. Mm-hmm. Source. source. I am is source. Source mm-hmm. of everything because when you mentioned work and job, that's that outer ring in your beautiful mm-hmm. uh, wheel because all blessings flow from source. Mhm. If you try to separate out and say, well, you know, my work or my job, that's a compartment. And, you know, God's, or, or maybe God's, you think God's interested, but he's not fully engaged. Oh, yes. Use your voice in the I am and talk to source, talk to God, and he'll tell you, I, I give you that job. I give you the power to take command and use your power in that job. That's your natural energy and just go and enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's not work if you're doing what you love to do and what you are made to do. Right. Exactly. And and it's starting to really look at it is that God has given, provided everything before you, and 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 that God is the controller of everything, even if it doesn't make sense, because lots of things happen in life that don't make sense and we don't have answers for them but um and and so it is important because that's how also you develop more faith is realizing that all of this has been made for you it's part of your script of and 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 the idea is it'll get a lot easier in our lives and simpler if we follow the script <laughs> and get into and get into alignment rather trying to figure it out ourselves and go about it by ourselves we don't have to do that i know i i've i've tried to do that my whole life is uh figuring everything out myself and doing it myself because i didn't think anybody else was there for me and um so once i awoke i realized oh my goodness I am I'm really I was not right. I didn't understand. And 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 that journey just keeps unfolding itself. That it just keeps getting better and better and better because I keep releasing more and releasing more and getting more into faith. And um it's it's pretty phenomenal what happens. Debbie, do you think faith also helps us remember? I mean, a lot of people say, I I know all this, I have it in my head, it's just like I forget. Um, I've found myself, and I want to hear your experience, that it helps me remember because I I love to connect, and I don't, I mean, I think that's the beauty of Jesus is, is, uh, you know, saying, do this in remembrance of me. So in Christian Christianity, that means communion, but communion means connecting, and we make it up about it's, uh, it is, you know, in a church uh, practice, there, there's a ritual that goes with it, but the, but the um, highest faith meaning is knowing that by, subs- by faith, I'm connecting um, by faith in everything that I do. And I, then I remember, oh, yeah. It's you that is is helping me remember even. Uh-huh. Right. Yes. As I call it like God's hand is always like waving you in. Like <laughs> energetically. It's like, Come on, come on home. Come on back. Come on. You need to come home. We need to have a talk. Because uh, <laughs> we forget 
all the time. It's just part of our humanity, and uh, we call it the trance, the trance that keeps making us forget. So um, anyway, uh, it, it is a beautiful thing. We want you to experience it yourself versus uh, taking our word for it. That's we right. Want you to, we want you to experience this yourself so that you feel the bliss and the joy of unconditional love like you've never experienced any place else and never will. There is no human being that can give that to you ever. So, um, it's I guess we're having given people a challenge to um, spend some quiet time with themselves and getting to know their creator on their terms. Uh, it's one 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 step at a time. So, I guess we have a minute forty left. Do you want to tell people how to get in touch with you? Um, yes, I do, and um, you know my 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 book is Mercher, and mm-hmm. I'm at well, it can be Mercher dot com, or it can also be um, I'm on Facebook, and I have a a website. Um, HolyGramSpirit.com. So all of those things to me are in the spirit of the highest realm of, you know, really connecting by faith. So I love the verse Hebrews 1:11. I mean that says it all. By faith, we're certain and sure that these things do exist, and what we hope for uh, will come to will come to fruition. Will come to pass. So trust it and begin the journey if you haven't. If you have, dig deeper by faith and dive deep because this stuff just keeps getting bigger and stronger and vaster. The more you are more vast, the the further you uh, make that relationship. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you. I do, uh, you know, just said something that I, I wanted to say say something about, but now it just left my mind. So <laughs> next time, <laughs> thank you, Susan, for an absolutely wonderful show, as usual. It is such a joy to have you here um, on the podcast with me, the Universal Divine Healing Ministry, and um, I just, it's just so perfect. It, can, it is perfect. Uh, talking about things that both of us feel really passionate about to help people uh, learn that they're not alone and to end their suffering. So when in doubt, never underestimate the power of prayer. You are being listened to and heard throughout the universe, and it always responds with infinite and eternal love. Remember to go inside and listen through your heart for the whispers of heaven. I love you, and God bless you. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on, and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. 
Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. The views expressed by hosts, co-hosts, callers, guests and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio. Hi, everyone. Bye-bye.